Okay. Hey, everyone. So I'm sure you've heard the saying where there's a will, there's a way. And today we're going to really dive in and talk about that. Because while it it's sort of true, the vast majority of the times people are saying it, it's not true. Willpower is not something that we all have an endless supply of. So I'm super excited to dive in and have this discussion with you guys today and hopefully shed some light on the exact role that willpower actually plays in our lives so that you know how you might want to restructure some things that you're doing and the timing in which you are doing them. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Megan Summerall here. Today I want to talk about a very specific myth that I think so many people have, which is all around willpower. I've had people reach out to me before and say, you know, oh, you you must just have more willpower than I do because of your ability to get so many things done. Or they'll respond, you know, and I'll ask, hey, what, what do you think your biggest challenge is when it comes to being productive? And they say, oh, I just don't have the, the willpower to do the things that are hard or to make those specific changes that I want to make. And so today I actually want to tell you the role that willpower actually plays when it comes to productivity and time management specifically. I've done a lot of research on this. I've read up on it a lot. It is a topic that is also covered in one of my favorite books called The One Thing as well. And what's really cool is it's there's actual science behind this. So this is not theory here that we're going to be talking about today. So first, I want to kick things off by saying the biggest thing that you need to understand when it comes to willpower is every single human being has a limited supply of it every single day. So let's repeat that. You have a limited amount of willpower available for you to tap into each and every day. When you get your head around that and understand you do not have an endless supply, you cannot call on willpower at any time of the day and expect for it to be there. So through this conversation, I want you to picture this. Let's say you've got a jar of candy, of M&Ms, peanut M&Ms, because those are my faves. So every single morning when you wake up, there's going to be this jar that's completely full of peanut M&Ms. And this jar represents your willpower, the available willpower you have to draw from throughout the day. And every time you are doing an activity that taps into willpower, and I'll get to that in just a minute, M&Ms are being pulled from that jar. And when the jar is empty, the jar is empty. 
there is no way for you to actually replenish it fully over the course of a day, unless maybe you are literally sitting there not engaging your brain in anything, you know, which is why you know, vacation and all that feels so different. But then when you go to bed at night, your brain rests, your body refuels, all of that, you wake up the next morning with the jar, like the magic willpower fairies come and refill it. So when you think about this, you know, an example people would use a lot is around maybe changing some eating habits. And they all say, I started out so great, but then as the day went on, I started making bad choices. And by nighttime, I was pulling out, you know, the Ben and Jerry's and they, they beat themselves up because they're saying, oh, I just don't have enough willpower. No, you had it, but it was used up by the time evening came and you literally had nothing left to tap into to help you make the better choice. So when it comes to using your willpower, think of it also, you know, I kind of gave you that M&M jar analogy. Think of it also like, like a muscle. It is something that needs to be rested in order to refill, which is why when we go to bed at night and we sleep and we wake up the next day, we feel reinvigorated because we've given that part of our brain rest. So what are the types of activities that we do that tap into our willpower. Well, any activity that you are doing that requires a significant amount of brain power, maybe you're learning a new task, maybe you're taking a test, maybe you're reading a book like for for studying purposes, you're learning a new piece of software, scrubbing toilets, not so much, but think about any of those activities or tasks that you do that are really requiring your brain to be focused and intentional, even if it's something you enjoy. So you need to understand that. Even if it's something you enjoy, like I love learning new software. It fires me up. I am highly motivated to do it. I love playing around with it. But even though I'm having fun doing it, it's actually pulling M&Ms from my jar as I'm doing it because of the focus, the brain power focus that it entails. So that's one massive part of our day that's going to tap into our willpower fuel. The second type of thing that can really go in there and start zapping away at your willpower is any time that you are wanting to change a behavior. So you're starting a new, maybe you're trying to wake up earlier to get into a new exercise habit. Back to my example of you're changing some eating habits. So every single time you're saying, no, no, I'm not going to get those chips. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to eat those (laughs) M&Ms. That is taking, you know, stuff away from your willpower. And when you sit down and look at your day and really start to analyze What are all the things that I've been doing throughout my day that are either taxing my brain power or I'm changing behavior because I'm implementing something new? It is really eye-opening for you to understand just how much you are calling on your willpower all day long, which might be why as the day progresses, you start to maybe make decisions that weren't as great as the ones that you made when you woke up in the morning. So now that we kind of have an understanding of 
our willpower and how this works, I want to share with you some tips on how to make sure that you're calling on your willpower for the right things and at the right time of the day. So one other thing to learn about willpower is you can create a little bit more of a sustainable energy in your brain around the parts of willpower if you are actually managing the blood sugars in your body. This was something I I learned a few months back that really blew my mind. So there have been studies done where they were taking glucose levels with people both before and after them having to go perform tasks that really tapped into their brain power. So perfect example, taking a test. We could all get our blood sugars levels tested, go take a really intensive test. And at the end of that test, you would see that your blood sugar levels dramatically decrease because of its tapping into that part of your brain. So if you make good food choices and you're eating a lot of foods that like proteins that help maintain a very even blood sugar level instead of you know spiking and, and going up and down, that is going to help as well. So that's one subtle change that you can make just in your diet that's helpful. But here is the most important thing that you can do. And this is why when you go look up habits of highly productive people, I guarantee you pretty much all of them will say that they focus on their most important thing first thing in the morning or the first chunk in their day that they have available to do that. So for me in my life, one of the things I know is I used to over gosh, probably a year and a half ago, I had a specific time every week reserved for doing the writing that I need to do for my business, blog posts, content, whatever, because that just fit well into my calendar. And so Thursday afternoon was my time for content planning. It's hard for me. It takes a lot of brain power. It's not something I particularly always enjoy. And so it was taking me a very long time time to produce things that it was frustrating to me because I'm like, I should be able to do this better. Well, then I made the shift of taking that particular task and I have now moved it to a morning every week that I sit down and do that first thing. So I'm actually doing that at like six o'clock in the morning. Well, guess what? I'm doing it in almost a third of the time. So what what used to take me close to two hours, I can now do in 30 to 45 minutes because my willpower is not depleted. I wasn't trying to tap into, I'm not trying to tap into an M&M jar that maybe only has five M&Ms left in it. I'm sitting down with my jar full in the morning and I am able to produce that at a much faster rate and a much higher quality. One of the exercises that I have all my students go through as part of my top program, the Time Management Organization and Productivity, is tracking their own energy levels. And what's interesting is, you know, there are some people out there that kind of get that second wind 
and are really productive in the evening, but I'm beginning to notice a pattern with what I consider the very rare individuals out there that can be highly productive and make do amazing things at night. When you look at the patterns of their day, almost all of them have a window of time, kind of midday, late day, where it's downtime for them where they're like resting that willpower muscle and they haven't, their, their mornings are not structured in a way where they are having to do all of that heavy focus or changing behavior activity that's drawing from their willpower reserves. So therefore, that is why they are able to, to be really productive in the evening. For me, when I look at what my day-to-day life is, I really am all of those things that take my brain power, new habits that I'm implementing, decision making, all of that is happening in the early part of the day for me, which is why as soon as the dinner hour hits, I'm pretty much rendered useless when it comes to things that might require me to draw on my willpower. So I really encourage all of you to take an assessment of what are the tasks that you are doing. What does your day-to-day life look like? Where are you exercising your brain power? Where are you trying to implement new changes, new behaviors? And do you have those aligned at the right part of the day where your willpower reserve tank, that M&M jar, is full? Because if it is not, you are constantly going to be feeling like you're a failure you don't have enough willpower, and you are going to continue to stay stagnant in what you're trying to move forward on. And it's not because you are any less, you don't have less willpower than anybody else. You're not less disciplined. It's just that you aren't aligning your activities in a way that is going to set you up for success. So I would love to hear what changes you are going to implement in terms of what tasks you are going to align with different parts of your day. And then I can't wait to hear from all of you on the success that you have when you make those changes. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall or just open any browser and go to megansummerl.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.